Fantasy rap. With Austin and Ozzy. Hey everyone, this is Fantasy Rap, and I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm your co-host, Austin. You can find us on FantasyRap.com. That is FantasyWrap.com. Hey everybody, welcome to the Week 3 Recap. Um, First of all, we're going to talk a little bit about how we did. Yeah. Uh, I actually won all three of my leagues. Lucky. Um, Very lucky. (laughs) I was up by 30... 30 points or something last night going into both of last night's games. Mm-hmm. And I was playing against Mike Evans and Jamar Chase. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> they came up 2.05 points on the short side. Actually, actually, I didn't win all of my games. I actually tied a game. Yeah. yeah. That's no fun for anybody. No, no. And and unfortunately, it's it's that league from last year that was super high scoring, and we've changed everything. and mm-hmm. But... The thing that we haven't changed is partial points. So uh, it was 150 to 150. So um, you guys don't do any tiebreakers, like the score of your bench or anything nope, like that? Nope. Oh. Just goes as a tie. <laughs> um, I had Puka Nakua last night, who played fairly well. It was kind of an ugly game. Yeah. That Rams-Bengals, it was yeah. not fun to watch. Um, and then on top of it, uh, I had, um, Hertz and Hertz did not have a Hertz game, mm-hmm. although I'm lucky that they ran that fourth down touchdown. I, I didn't think that they were going to, Yeah, I figured they'd kick the field goal and in that league. So I had those two and he had, um, Elliot. Okay. So I'm sitting there. Field goal. Oh, come on. Stop. Field goal. Really? <laughs> Give me a touchdown. Yeah. Finally, the touchdown came. and <laughs> I don't know. And then in our uh, our dynasty, um, I played against a team that didn't score too well. Yeah. So. Lucky. Yeah. So I, I'm 2-1, and 2-0-1, oh and 2-1. And and nice. So, yeah. I uh, won in the in my main league in the redraft. Um, actually, I think in that league we had three teams that were two and zero to start the season. Okay. Um, now there are no undefeated teams. Wow. The undefeated teams. So that was pretty good. I think last year, I think me and maybe Isaac last year it was like week five or six when I find I think I had lost and didn't you, you lose know, to him? Probably. That was that your first sense. loss, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Because, yeah. yeah, so it was just a quick year this year for, you know, to have no uh, no undefeated teams yet. So, um, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Derek Henry this week, we'll talk about him and the duds, was he's been pretty disappointing so far. I think there might be some changes need to be made in Tennessee, um, which, again, we'll talk about in a little bit here. Yeah, but I'm not even sure his backup is worth having. Yeah, I stashed him just in case because there was a pop-up with like a toe injury or foot injury with Henry. So I stashed uh, Spears just in case. Um, But yeah, so he's been disappointing um, in uh, the Dynasty League that I'm in with Oz. I believe I lost in that one. Um, I think my opponent scored like 195 points or something, yeah, something you and, like that. You so. and Isaac both lost. Yep. And I then, mean, and uh, like I've yeah. said, Isaac inherited a horrible team. And yeah, yours he's made some much good better. moves. Yeah. So, um, and then in the my other Dynasty that I'm in with Nick, uh, who we had on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, I actually lost to Nick um, by a little bit over a point um going into the matchup well i had Devonte sunday night that went nuclear got me close and then i had stafford and evans and i think he might have had one more player i can't remember who but came within a point and ended up losing so wow yeah so just needed staff i you know watch i like i said the game was just ugly it was not fun to watch uh i really think for NFL, and then which would translate into fantasy. If the quarterback throws the ball 
and it hits somebody in the hands or it gets deflected by the defensive line, it should not count as a interception for the quarterback. Right. Was the Obviously, ball catchable? it's a takeaway for the defense. That stat matters. But for quarterback's sake, if it gets deflected or if the receiver pulls a Kadarius Tony and it goes right through his hands, that should mm-hmm. not be on the quarterback to take that hit because I, I think I would have won had I gotten that point from that and, that second pick and even be i mean take away fantasy mm-hmm. you know you sit there and you talk about you know and and, and what does it matter in the grand scheme of things yep. but you look at players a, a quarterback and you say the guy's thrown x number of of interceptions how many are attributed to him mm-hmm. and how many you know because occasionally you'll make a horrible throw oh, yeah. and it's an interception but when you throw a ball, like you said, mm-hmm. right through their hands, why are you being penalized? Yeah. Because it's going against your all-time stats yep. and your rating, and and it shouldn't go against that. Yeah. Well, I think if you change that, then you'd have the guy or the person out there that'd be going, well, you know, quarterback throws the ball for you know, a wide receiver screen behind the line, and he houses it from 80 yards. That's not an 80-yard completion. That's a negative one yard completion. Well, and, and now and now all of that, you know, the Mahomes comes up with oh, it and the, just the lets go of it in front pass. of them. Yeah, yep. um, and those are passes now that yep. used to be considered a handoff. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't used to be able to do that uh, shovel shovel mm-hmm. pass. You couldn't throw it underhand forward. Yep. And now you know you can do pretty much anything. And get away with it, and it's considered a pass. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> all, all of the statistics yeah. over time. You know, it's like oh, the the eighty five Bears defense, great defense. How would they be this? Uh, you know, it in this day and age yeah. against the speed and size of players. I, I don't know, mm-hmm. but but that's the thing. You know, back in the twenties, when when players were blah blah blah, mm-hmm. you can't. You know. Back in the day, there were only X, you know, ten or twelve games. Yeah. Then they went to a fourteen-game season. Then they went to a sixteen-game season. It's a seventeen-game season. You know, you can't, you cannot compare. I mean, it's it's apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. And it, I think, anytime someone says, "Well, Sammy Ball was the greatest quarterback of all time," you know, uh, no, he was no he was. one. He had, def- you know, he had defensive backs that just got done doing their mail route, you know, exactly. a half hour before the exactly. game. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's a completely different world. You cannot say, in my mind, there is no goat. Mm-hmm. There is no greatest of all time because, I mean, you look at a guy like Bart Starr, who had how many championships mm-hmm. and how many Pro Bowls and how many. It, it, it's just, it's not the same. It's not the same. So, you know. Anyone who says, "Well, this guy's the greatest," it, it's changed. It's mm-hmm. the the everything about football has changed. Yep. When you've got sub fourth four uh, defensive uh, ends, mm-hmm. etc., yeah. that weigh two hundred and seventy five pounds, uh, it, yeah. <laughs> I, I would love to see some of the running backs of old yep. or the quarterbacks of old try and deal with some of the physiques that are out there the 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 sheer athleticism yep. that has completely changed the game which is why there are more uh rules to protect quarterbacks and defenseless yep. receivers etc because the league is completely different yep. than it used to be speaking of you know injuries <laughs> uh, let's let's get into our injuries uh we start with gus edwards yep. um concussion he's in the protocol I don't know what to say. You know, it's, I, I don't want to say a concussion was expected, but if you are a Baltimore running back, do not expect that you're going to play an entire season. Yep. And I don't know why. I, yeah. I don't know what it is about Baltimore running backs. You know, we, we t- joked about JT going there. Yeah. That's a death sentence. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I mean, not not, yeah. not not truly a death yep. sentence, but you're not yeah. going to play a whole season. Yeah. So yeah, that one's weird. I mean, 
And I think even Justice Hill might be a little banged up too mm-hmm. after the game. I mean, they had Melvin Gordon. Uh, they elevated him from practice squad. Luckily. Um, he actually, I was just telling Oz beforehand, I watched some of that game. He actually looked halfway decent. Um, well, he used to be, with, a, used well, to be yeah. a very good running back. Yeah, he ended up with like seven and a half fantasy points, but, you know, two two catches for like 32 or 23 yards or something like that in the inverse of each other. Um, and then a uh, decent amount of rushes for like 30-something yards. So it wasn't, I mean, terrible for coming out yeah. of, off the practice squad but it was definitely interesting um yeah ravens do they end up losing that game i can't remember yeah if they did. yeah yeah field goal yep in ot so, yeah so kind of a weird i think they just need to get back to their roots which is lamar just doing everything yeah i mean that's the only way it seems like it's worked um zay flowers has been really nice uh mark andrews only had like maybe six or seven targets this week which is a healthy amount of targets but just not what you're expecting especially for like me where you draft him in you know third round yeah Um, wait till we get to our studs and see what the targets look like yeah so yeah uh interesting in baltimore i mean concussion he'll probably be out this week so yeah i mean even jalen waddle was out yeah um and his seemed well (laughs) his seemed like less of a huge hit mm-hmm. than some of the others have. Yeah. Um, like the one on Logan Thomas. Yeah. I mean, that was just a ridiculous one mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. But the one on, on Waddle didn't seem as bad. So I don't I didn't see the Gus Edwards hit. So I don't know how bad it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up we have Jimmy Garoppolo. Same thing. Concussion protocol. Uh didn't see that either. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I didn't watch any of the Raiders game. Um, I don't remember what I was doing, but I didn't watch it. But uh, I don't even know who their backup is, to be honest. Um, I mean, Devontae had an amazing stat line, so whether that was with mostly I think Garoppolo, Garoppolo went or, out late, late, but I'm not okay. positive. Yeah, so, I mean, who knows? Maybe before that, Garoppolo was actually trying to push the ball downfield a little bit. Um you know, they're trying to figure that out with the Raiders. I mean, Josh Jacobs has been, you know, I mean, with sitting out a, you know, preseason and, you know, mini holdout that he had, obviously, you know, you're going to have some rust and it's going to take a while to get back it's into three weeks it, in. But, he's going to turn it around now. Yeah. And that's what people are saying about Justin Fields. What he did last year, it was like week six and then he exploded and went on this mega huge tear and, yep. you know, so. Yeah. Who, who knows? knows? Uh, next up, Mike Williams, uh, knee injury. He's on IR, yeah, lost for the season. Yeah. Um, that's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. And and you know we have a couple of guys in our in one of our new um, segments where we're going to talk about waiver wire pickups. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple of choices there to possibly um, look at mm-hmm. um, to replace Mike Williams. Next up, Derek Carr. Uh, he has an HC joint sprain. Um, he's week like to week. Might what? be best case scenario. If oh, you yeah. watch that replay of the way Rashawn Gary well, like had to jump over a teammate, you know, another Packers defender, and grabbed Carr and just spun him, him yeah. and then kind of came down with him. You know, I feel like the well, way he hit and was grabbing it, I I uh, immediately thought collarbone. Exactly. he's done. Yeah. So I mean, AC joint sprain. You know, yeah, week to week, we'll probably see Jameis again, um, which. I think could elevate, you know, um, Olave a little bit. Definitely a, a dud. Um, like you know, we'll throw his name out here, Shahid. You know, he's yeah. he's their big play, deep threat, speedster guy. You know, maybe you get a couple more shots because we all know Jameis isn't afraid to throw interceptions. Right. So, <laughs> well, and the year that he was thirty thirty, he yeah. threw for five thousand some yards. I mm-hmm. mean, the guy can sling the ball. Yep. Um, and they get Kamara back. Yeah. Um. You know, there. I I don't think there's a lot to worry about there. Mm-hmm. Um, Car may miss a couple of weeks. You know, it just it just depends on how bad of a sprain it is. Yeah. Um, I've done that playing hockey. It's it's painful. Mm-hmm. It'll probably bother him for the rest yeah. of his life, <laughs> like mine does. Yep. But you know, I continued playing hockey, so I don't I don't know. <laughs> uh, but but I played hockey with. Yeah. 
three you fractured vertebra, vertebra yeah. and two broken ribs. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, hockey hockey players just tend to be a little different <laughs> than most athletes across the board. Yep. So it's hard to tell. Um, next up is uh, Joey's brother, Julius Chestnut. <laughs> um, apparently he pulled his hamstring or, or or was he eating a hamstring maybe yeah. he was eating hamstrings i don't um or or <laughs> something i don't i don't know uh, you know um so yeah actually um i just got the 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 notice notification not too long ago they actually put him on ir oh, okay so like a little bit ago because i i my dynasty bench he's on there so uh came through they just put him on ir which i think for i mean it's not going to affect eric henry but you know to have uh spears as the true backup there um and then god forbid because i have derrick henry but if something happens to him that leaves spears alone right to be the the, the guy so i might mean, have to sign joey chestnut because he's got a better stomach for it yeah, could be <laughs> Okay, let's move on to our studs, and I'm going to let you pronounce his for his last name. It's Devon. Is it a Shane or a Chain? I think he actually. Um, I saw too. Uh, told Miami how he wanted it to be pronounced. It's not. It's not a chain. It's like I don't know exactly the pronunciation, but you don't. It's not chain. It's probably Chan or. A Chan, I I don't know. Okay, but it's Devon. I mean, the guy okay. who had four touchdowns. Devon Shane, one one of the we'll Dolphins call him a Shane. That had, um, <laughs> four touchdowns. He was um, he was just forty six point one points above projected. Yeah, um, he had four targets, caught all of them, thirty yards, two touchdowns, ran eighteen times for two hundred and three, and two more touchdowns. Um, I, I obviously don't expect that going forward. Mm-mm. Um, he's a little back with a lot of speed. Um, the interesting thing is that Raheem Mostert was second on our list, mm-hmm. plus 26.7, seven of seven for 60 yards and a touchdown, 13 rushes, 82 yards, and three more touchdowns. So between them, they had eight touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's stupid. Yeah, yeah, like Oz and I were talking, I was saying that's that's a high school game. Yeah. You know, or like week one or two of college when, you know, like I brought up Bama versus like Citadel or Troy State or something like that where it's just a tune-up game and you, you let the starters go out there for, you know, a quarter and a half and just beat up on these guys. Yeah. Um, you know, that was... And, and that's that the thing, you know, you know, people up. said, well, they were running up the score. No, they had their second string... Mm-hmm. Well, uh, did Tua play the entire game? He played. Yeah, I think he played for most of it. For most of say. it, but yeah. then you brought in a Shane or yep. a Chain, uh, Achen. Well, he was he was involved from the from right, the get go. Right. I mean, he Off had a, he had the touchdown pretty. But at early. the end, he was the first touchdown pretty early. Right. But, yes, but then he yeah. was. I mean, the, well, yeah, they sat most of two or three, and they yeah. didn't really throw the ball that much. No. And, so it was it was just a crazy game. I mean, yeah. like I said, you score eight touchdowns between two running backs, mm-hmm. um, and you know Denver's supposed to have a pretty good defensive backfield as well. And I watched some of that game, and every time they handed the ball off, um, you know, it just seemed like pretty much uh, Mostert and A Chain were like one guy away from breaking yet another gigantic touchdown every single time they touch the ball yeah. um you know uh Sertan got burned by Tyreek Hill like immediately mm-hmm. um Robbie and or sorry chosen, chosen Anderson of you know Carolina days of old had a had one catch for a 68 yard touchdown you know i mean it was just a I said it was just a yeah it was just a beat down um i gotta change my name to the chosen one. yeah <laughs> uh yeah that was just i that was just insane but yeah like you said Mostert, he's the starter obviously he's earned that you know jeff jeff wilson's been uh on the pup so he should be back after this week um so that'll be interesting i believe um is it ahmed is that how you pronounce his last name yeah Salvin. yeah he uh missed this week but sounds like he might be back um you know so he may take over as that second back and a chain will be the you know passing down you know 
uh, special teams kind of guy potentially. So, you know, and they've got a little, little more difficult of a matchup than on paper. Uh, you know, obviously Denver, like we said, is supposed to have a pretty good defense, um, or at least a, you know, a good defense with a couple guys on that defense that are, you know, very good. Um, they're going against the Bills this week, um, who just put a smackdown as well on Washington. Uh, but granted, that's Sam Howell in Washington. Right. So it'll be interesting to see turnovers. They, yeah. It'll be interesting to see if Miami comes out, you know, are they riding that high this week and uh, they're going to come out and look kind of flat against well, the Bills have, right away? They should have Waddle back. True. But, I mean, just after that, I mean – you know, you see it every now and then. You get a big, huge emotional win, or you do that where everybody's having a good time on the sideline, and then you come out the next week and you're just flat, and there's not Could a be. lot of energy. But so. but we've also seen, I mean, and we've talked about it, the Bills' rush defense does not look that good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those guys, are they going to put up those numbers? God, Probably not yeah. again in their lifetimes. Um, but... You know, they they could still have big games. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one up is Kenneth Walker, plus 17.3. My start of the week. Start of the week. He was 3 of 3 for 59 yards receiving, and he had 18 rushes, 97 yards, and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, against Carolina, correct? No. Yeah, that sounds right, Carolina. Um you know, they ended up winning pretty comfortably, uh, you know, with like like we said, Andy Dalton came in and, and helped uh, boost that Panthers offense. Um, you know, Kenneth Walker is just, even with Charbonnet there, like Charbonnet almost had that touchdown, but he just destroyed that guy and sent him flying and it knocked him out of bounds right like at like the, you know, two-inch line basically. Um, but Walker's just so good getting all the, you know, he's getting these touchdowns, uh, which is nice. Um you know, it'll be interesting to see as the season goes on if Charbonnet gets even more involved. Uh, hopefully Walker can stay healthy this right. season because obviously last season, you know, started out really good and then got injured. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just another good solid stat line from yeah. Kenneth Walker. Yep. Next up is uh, someone we talked about last week on our uh, – Love them, leave them, flip them. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Devonte listens to the podcast, <laughs> and uh, so Devonte went off. He was seventeen point two eight points above projected. It was thirteen catches on twenty targets mm-hmm. for one hundred and seventy two yards and two touchdowns. Uh, twenty targets, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you have to do if you're the Raiders and want to win games. It has to be Josh Jacobs. You have to hand the ball off to him 20 times, but then you also have to be able to feed. Obviously, 20 targets is insane. Yeah. Um, But 15, at least a game for Devontae Adams, is what you have to do if you want to win games. Um, You know, like we said, there's some rumblings. He's come out and said, Pretty much he would like to be traded. He doesn't want to wait around. Um, Where, you know, it'd be interesting to see if that happens this season. Um, You know, based off money and what a team could give the Raiders and all that. I mean, it'd be a pretty tall order, I think, even though he is 32. No, I think 30. 30 or 31. Yeah, something like that. So, you know, he's getting 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 a little older, but I mean, obviously. I mean, not a lot of. still get it done. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean. Oh yeah, he's yeah. he's still a premier receiver. Mm-hmm. I just as a Packer fan 2 years ago when we traded him, there's no way I wanted us to give a 5-year 150 million dollar yeah. contract to him because things happen when you turn 30, 31, mm-hmm. 32 as a wide receiver. Yep. And it's usually not good things. So yeah. um moving on to the fifth guy in our studs, another one, Keenan Allen, plus 16.33 18 catches on 20 targets for 215 mm-hmm. yards. He also threw <laughs> yeah. the 49-yard touchdown pass. To Mike Williams. To Mike Williams. Then tore his ACL. Right. Yeah. Um, tw- again, two guys yeah. getting 20 targets in a week. Uh, Keenan Allen has 26, is it 26 receptions, 22 receptions. He's got like... 
20 plus receptions in the last two weeks. Okay. Um, you know, I well, think 18. it's like, yeah, I think it's like 20, it's anywhere from 22 to 26 catches in the last two weeks. Well, you lose Mike Williams. Granted, Puka did that the first two weeks. Yes. Yeah. Um, obviously, Mike Williams is out for the season, but you've got um, Eckler hopefully back this week. Um, I mean, they when Eckler's out, the Chargers know they Josh Kelly's not it. So yeah, the poor you know Eckler owners or you know people going out and picking up Kelly as a spot start, you've been you know screwed by you've been by rewarded Josh Kelly because the Chargers know that if Eckler's out. Kelly's not going to get it done on the ground or through the passing game with him. They have to throw the ball, which means Keenan Allen (laughs) and pretty much only Keenan Allen. I mean, Williams had a really nice day as well before he got injured. You know, he was on his way to a really, really nice day. Um, But I would expect more of this. I mean, Keenan Allen's been probably so far this season, probably – the steal of the draft, I think, from where he was going, like fourth, fifth. I thought even, you had sixth. someone else who was the steal of the draft. Last well, week. Mike Evans, yeah. I mean, who has been very <laughs> we can good only as have well. So many steals I know, of this draft, but, but Mike Evans, uh, you know, has been really been doing really well as well, especially with what was going on with that team and kind of the, you know, with Baker coming in, all that stuff. But right. talking about Keenan Allen, you know, obviously. That's just a ridiculous stat line. Eighteen yeah. of you know for twenty yeah. two no, fifteen. No touchdowns. Yeah. Right. Now now you throw that into a, a PPR. Yeah. You just picked up eighteen points just <laughs> for the receptions. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. That is crazy. Yeah. Um so then we move on to our duds. Um as you mentioned, Derrick Henry. He was zero catches on zero targets. He rushed eleven whole times for twenty yards. Yeah, he had. I mean, their negative. their their offense was pathetic. Yeah, he went into half with I think negative seven rushing yards. Um, so <laughs> I was talking with my buddy Isaac, uh, kind of during and I think after the game. I think if this continues and the Titans look as bad as they have been, I think Vrabel's out. I mean, I think he's a good coach, but Ryan Tannehill, why is he still the quarterback? I mean, granted, they have Malik Willis, which we know is not a he's not an NFL caliber quarterback yet or maybe ever. You got Will Levis, who slid in the draft, um, just fell to Tennessee. You know, that... At some point, though, you have to make a decision. I know. He's looked bad. I mean, you've got, you've got DeAndre Hopkins, who... Um, you know, like <clears throat> week one looked pretty good, had 13, 14 targets. You know, I mean, he's getting a little, I think he's 30, 31 as well. Right. So he is getting a little older, but you know, still has shown like last season in Arizona was, was very good. Um, you know, he's shown he can still be one of those top, top guys, but Ryan Tannehill is so bad this season. It's just, I, either they need to make a change at quarterback or I, I do think there's going to be a lot of changes coming up for that coaching staff. You know, it just well, and and how old is Derrick Henry getting? Well, true. I think I he's mean, twenty. He's got to be twenty eight. Yeah, I mean, they're know, getting to the point where mileage. But, they're old. Yeah, and maybe it's time to rebuild. Maybe it's time to start over. Get yeah. rid of some of those old guys. Find out if you've got a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, start, uh, I mean, not unlike the Packers did, go young. Mm-hmm. Try something and see how it works and build from there. And they've still got some old guys. But mm-hmm. it's like the the stat that we saw where 53% of the salary cap wasn't on the field this past week. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Um, but, I mean, I will give credit to Cleveland's defense. Their, that yeah. Cleveland's rush defense is for real. I mean, they are a very good defense. Um you know, same with Tennessee. I mean, Jerome Ford didn't have – I mean, he had a good game because he had two touchdowns, one receiving and one rushing, but he only rushed for like 30-something. You know, it wasn't a lot of yardage. Right. Um, you know, so that was a tough matchup for, for the running backs and that. But Well, I think that uh, – To have, you know, Derrick Henry – I mean, and he had five carries. I think it was only five carries going into the half for negative yeah. seven yards. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, they only had, what, 110? 
30, 150 yards of total offense. Yeah. They were bad. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. So it was bad. I, but like we said, I know Derrick Henry's getting old, but he's a running back. You have to give him as many oh, carries oh, yeah. as he can yeah. handle. I mean, I mean the objective to. is to beat the crap out of the defense yeah. until they're worn down. And then <laughs> at the end of the game, he busts out those 25 to 40 yeah. yard runs. Yeah. That's that, that's who Derrick Henry is. Right. If you're not going to use him, is that either move on or just you're, you're going to keep you're going to you're going to end up with you know the number three pick in the draft, which isn't terrible, but with that roster is not going to get you Caleb much. or uh, Marvin. Marvin Harrison. No, but so next up we have Daniel Jones, who kind of laid an egg, <clears throat> um, minus ten point eight eight points. 22 of 32 for 137 yards and an interception and two rushes for five yards. Again, you know, we thought he would be the guy, and, and we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, thought he'd be the guy, and he just he wasn't it. So, um, yeah. But like I said, we talked about him on um, after the Thursday game Friday. So mm-hmm. then we've got Sam Howell, who was... Minus 10.63. He was 19 of 29 passing for 170 yards and four interceptions. Yeah. Um, one rush for 18 yards. Not a good game for Washington. No, they uh, they did not look good. Like I said, that Bills defense uh, showed up. Yeah. Played really well. Um, you know, the, the one rush for 18 yards was a little uh, interesting to see because he's actually a pretty mobile athletic guy. You know, he's a guy, too, kind of like Daniel Jones, where you can design runs for him um, to help keep the defense a little bit honest and not let the, you know, let those uh, defensive ends, you know, pin their ears back and, right. and, and really go after, you know, your quarterback. You have to do things that make them um, pause for at least a split second. You know, you have to do stuff like that. So, um, you know, Washington, obviously uh, – you know, with with Howell, not like a super a lot of you know there wasn't a lot of hype, but you have the enemy coming in. They just haven't looked good. I dropped Antonio Gibson this week because he fumbled again. I mean, he was out on the field for. I think he was out on the field more than Brian Robinson because they were in catch up mode. You know, playing from behind, but he fumbled again. He's just ugh, yuck. So uh, I just, again, I just dropped his. Uh, he's a bum <laughs> again. Again, you're playing against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And of late, not the best run defense, mm-hmm. and you're trying to beat them with a pass. Yeah. And then you get down so far, you have no other choice. Right. So. I, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't get it. Uh, next up, Joshua Kelly, minus 8.6. He was one catch on one target for five yards and had 11 rushes for 12 yards. Um, we kind of talked about that as in yeah. the matchup and everything and – yeah, you got to be pretty bad to only total 12 yards on 11 carries against Minnesota's run defense that got destroyed by DeAndre Swift the week before. Right. You got to be pretty bad as maybe, a Maybe maybe DeAndre back. Swift is that good. I mean, he looked really good last night yeah, too. Yeah, he did. I mean, he went over 100 yards yet, yeah. but I mean, that was granted Chargers won, you know, and that's the goal, but you know, going into that Luck, week Luckily. Yes. Going into the, I mean, that was two teams that both love to lose by a possession or a last minute field goal. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, it was as a Packers fan, obviously, it's nice to see it go the way of the Chargers. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's had the, had the really nice week one, but it was with Eckler out there as well. Um, right. So he's definitely a drop in. I don't care if Eckler misses another week. He's just no good. I would get rid of him, open up a, you know, get somebody else that, you know, some of these, maybe a waiver wire target we'll talk about here in a minute. Right. Um, But just bad, bad. Okay. Last uh, dud was Rashid Shahid, minus 7.61. He had two passes thrown his way and caught nothing. He had one rush for zero yards. So a stat of zero. He did return that punt for a touchdown. He did. He did. But (laughs) in fantasy, unless you give those special teams players points, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of like Mims. Yeah. Mims had a punt return. Something, yeah. Yeah. For a touchdown. But it only counts if 
you're in a Yahoo league or something mm-hmm. that, that yeah, uses so, that I mean, in, in our redraft league, he did get points for that. But, okay. I mean, I think that's going to be kind of the thing with Shahid is, uh, yeah, special teams, like he's, you know, their guy for that. And then, you know, if he gets four targets, he might turn one of those into a giant, you know, into a 40 right. plus right. yard or even just a, a touchdown. Um, but I think he's just, he's talented, super fast, but it's just going to, he's going to be super up and down with this floor. And then, but he's got a pretty high, you know, decent ceiling. <laughs> you mean you know? he has a floor of zero? Yeah. Okay. So he truly is one of the higher variable players you could have on your team. <laughs> so, yep. So we, uh, we're not going to do the look ahead for Thursday night football anymore. Um, even though Green Bay's winning. Okay, so you've heard it here. Green Bay will win this week, um, especially if they get any of their players back. Yeah, we get um, Jones and hopefully Watson. I mean, Watson looks like he looked like he had tried to warm up. You know, was right. doing some warm ups and, and stuff. And Jair so could be back. I yeah. mean, you had you had five starters out of the game. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, to start the game, five mm-hmm. starters. Um, so it's it's tough to, you know, it, it it at this point it's tough to tell what the Packers have. Yeah. I mean, they could be really good. They could be really bad. Mm-hmm. It's it's just unknown at this point. And if the left tackle, Bakhtiari, is only going to play once every three or four weeks, that's a problem. Time to. Especially time to, for all the money they're giving him. Yeah, as I say, time to rip the Band-Aid off. So in, in lieu of that, we've got waiver wire pickups. We've got sell high and buy low uh, thoughts. Mm-hmm. So our waiver wire pickups, I've got Devon Shane, mainly because more than likely he was not drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, depending upon how you do waivers, if you do waivers, if you just allow people to pick him up at will during the game, which <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of. Um, got to pay attention. Got to be it, light, on the, light on the fingers. In, on the, in the league, yeah, but that... It, it, <laughs> I know it. It does suck. I mean, it takes away from you know everyone being able. Yep. Yeah. To get I mean, those players. I will agree. You know, it it sucks when it happens to you, but it's nice when you get like I sniped Jerome Ford when Nick Chubb was still sitting down on the field after the injury. Right. Turned out to be good because Jerome Ford's been good for fantasy. But you know, in the other way, if that happened, obviously you would you would like a shot at the, at an actual true waiver period. You right, know, right. So. I mean, in, in the league that I've been in for 31, 32 years, we actually run a waiver every Tuesday night. So uh, tonight into tomorrow morning mm-hmm. is the first time anyone can be picked up after they played. Mm-hmm. After their game starts, yep. they are unavailable to pick up. So you can't drop a guy who's already played a game mm-hmm. and pick up someone who's in a game on a Sunday yep. <laughs> and, and have that, you know, it, it's, yeah, there are reasons for it. And it, it just, like I said, it makes it, it makes it more uh, user-friendly. It yep. makes it so that everybody has that mm-hmm. equal opportunity. Yep. Um, but I really like him going forward. And, and part of that is... As our sell highs, um, one of those people is Raheem Mostert. Yeah. Um, We have not been quiet about this. Um, Raheem Mostert has usually not finished a season. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, and I'm I'm guessing in Austin's also, is that Raheem won't finish the season and Devon Shane will be the starting running back or at least a huge part of that offense uh partially moving forward but it you know if and when Mostert gets hurt he'll take over more responsibility i think Mm -hmm. yeah i mean and like like i said a little bit ago when we're in the studs jeff wilson will be back probably you know in you know not this week but next week right um you know ahmed's gonna be probably back this week i mean this is a crowded running back room and they you know like jeff wilson you know is a little bit bigger of a running back, um, you know, whereas, like we said, Mostert's, he's not a, a huge guy either, but, you know, obviously last season they like to use all of these guys when they can, um, and this is a Dolphins team that was also trying to get Dalvin Cook, in, you know, in the offseason. Yeah. 
Which what were they going to do? Carry six? Well, they. I mean, most teams carry cut, two or three. Yeah, cut Gaskin. They probably would have got rid of Ahmed as well. Um, yeah, I mean, they would have made some space, but I mean, this was a team that was looking for a true. But, but Kelly's another one. guy that's yeah. injured a lot. Yep. So it's hard to say who would who they would have kept. Yep. Um, so next up, we have Donald Parham. Bar- Parham. Um, he's been catching touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, he's a big athletic receiving option in the red zone for Justin Herbert. I mean, Gerald Everett, they, they've tried to get him in the end zone, but he's right. come up short a couple times. I think Parham um, has, what, three touchdowns in the last two weeks? Yeah, he had the one previous week and then two this week. Um, I actually built out a DraftKings lineup this week, and he used my tight end as a nice cheap option. At yeah. A, you know, at a I, – I wouldn't even – it's not even an outside chance. He's – you know, probably 60% chance he catches a touchdown again this week. Right, um, right. Especially with Williams right. out, you know, they need, uh, if Eckler's out again this week, you know, they need these receiving options. And like I said, Parham's a, you know, he had some hype on him. I think that was two seasons ago, I think, when he was a rookie. Um, and then he had that nasty um, concussion concussion where he was, you know, had the, you know, where he was like frozen, yep. you know, on the field. So uh, he's a guy the Chargers like. Um, yeah, I, you know, if you – our streaming tight ends, he's, I think, the rest of the season is going to be a good good streaming option in a, in a plus matchup. So Right. And, and you know, we've talked about this. Uh, these waiver wire pickups may or may not be available yeah. because of the format that you're in. Mm-hmm. My 16-teamer, uh, Devonna Shane, was drafted. Yeah. So, you know, some of these guys, obviously, if you're in an eight-team league, it may or may not make sense. Mm-hmm. If you're in a 10 or a 12 league, uh, uh, team league, then some of these guys do make sense. Um, it's it's just, you know, kind of a, we're kind of giving you ideas on who we like. This is not format specific. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of guys that we think that could po- potentially be better than some of the guys that you might have. Yep. Um, next up, Cam Akers. Um, he was traded to the Vikings. Vikings. Interestingly enough, uh, Alexander Madison had a, a decent game, mm-hmm. better than his first two. Yeah. So maybe he's reading some writing on the wall. Could be. But, um, but I still like yeah. Cam Akers because if Madison fails, and, and Akers knows the offense, played for o- o- O'Connell. O'Connell. Yep. Um, so he could step in there in the next week or two, start poaching some of those rushes and plays and snaps. And if he's hot, like he was at the end of last year, it's mm-hmm. entirely possible that they ride him instead of Madison because Madison hasn't given them what they've wanted. Yeah. Um, you know, Cam Akers with, you know, the, he had one, like week one was decent and then, you know, disappeared. And then I think he, you know, well, he was a healthy scratch. Well, yeah, healthy scratch. So I think, you know, if you had managers out there that panic and they just dropped him, he's, he's out there. But, you know, if you have, you know, the camp, the acres manager, who's a little more, you know, let's see what happens. He's probably rostered, but if he's out there, yeah, definitely scoop him up because I, I believe by the end of the season, he'll probably be, you know, the, the one a, in that committee um and it'll be interesting it's interesting to see what the vikings do this season i mean they're are they own three own three own three the chances of making playoffs when you're own three are slim to none right um granted well and last year they won all of those close games now mm-hmm. they're losing them all yeah and that's what had happened the two years prior the same thing they lost right you know, they were like oh and eight and one score games or yeah. something and so. last year they were 11 and oh yeah so there's and now a, they're oh and three Yep, you know, so there's uh, obviously you know, from the Vikings you hear uh, Kirk Cousins being tied to the Jets now. Um, and the funny thing is, you know who yeah. leads uh, fantasy football f- yeah. in our league Kirk Cousins in scoring? Is, yeah. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is the number one fantasy quarterback yeah. right now. Um, you know, but like I said, you know, fantasy and football, you know, in real life NFL league, uh, you know, Salah's come out and – Saul is going to lose his job if he has to keep coming out. And well, you know, the they public's going to... Trevor Simeon. 
Yeah, okay. Big name signing. Yeah. I mean, if he doesn't start in a week or two, you know, I mean, Saul is going to get run out of town by the Jets fans because I'm sure he's probably oh, just doing whatever oh, yeah. ownership and the front office, the GM's telling him, oh, Zach Wilson's our guy. He's he's not it. it. It's, it's one With of those things that they have. Yeah. Oh, God, it's one of those things you don't want to play or coach in New York. Mm-hmm. And not, nothing against the people there or anything, but they are, they're feast or famine. I mean, Mm -hmm. they, they do not like when your players are not doing, you know, if they, at the beginning of the season, they were sure they were winning the Super Bowl. Well, they had that roster along with Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I I still don't even know if they were going to win their division, Yeah, but they were, they had their heart set on, we are winning the Super Bowl. And now they're, a team that could easily finish in the bottom six or eight teams in the league. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, I I mean, I would be frustrated also. I would be saying, why can't we try, especially since we are this close? But, you know, I don't don't think they can afford a guy like Kirk Yeah, I know. So, yeah, like I said, it was just interesting to see what the Vikings do because if Kirk leaves, I I don't even remember what the Vikings have behind him, but – you know, that would just take that entire offense down. Ponder? Which would, oh. <laughs> yeah. That was which a few would, years ago. Yeah, yeah. Which would hurt, you know, a potential late season push again from Cam Akers. So. Right. So, speaking of the Vikings, ex-Viking receiver <laughs> Adam Thielen. Um, he, not only does he appear to be Dalton's favorite mm-hmm. target, he was um, Bryce, Young's. Bryce Young's favorite target. Mm-hmm. Uh, he saw... A lot of action last week. He saw a lot this week. Um, now, uh, do I think that someone could possibly trade Adam Thielen for Travis Kelsey? No. <laughs> um, but, you know, if if he's available on your, your waiver wire, I would certainly consider him. I mean, in yeah. my 16-team league, I drafted him. Mm-hmm. I played him this week. Yeah. Uh, he helped me win. Yeah. So, you know, he's he, he looks a lot better they are they know who he is they Mm -hmm. know that he's the guy that has great hands is a great route runner he may be a little older but he's doing what he's expected to do Mm -hmm. and when you do that you're rewarded yep yeah and he's always been really good in the red zone too i mean a lot of touchdowns caught by thielen from when he was with the vikings so if they can get into the red zone you know he's probably their main guy that they're going to look for right you know uh like we said with dalton coming in helped that offense you know push the ball challenge the defense a little more um so yeah i like Thielen. yeah which is why know. he had like 145 yards receiving yeah, exactly yeah um you know i again in the that same DraftKings lineup dfs i think he's a good play especially if dalton's going to be there again this week um because i believe they yeah revent well revenge game against minnesota right, right. you know um he could be featured and in once that game. again a, a a great great minnesota defense yeah. <laughs> sarcasm yeah um next up we've got puka nakua uh i probably not out there but if it depends is, yeah, yeah it depends on how how big your league is yeah. i just wanted to throw it out there because mm-hmm. i would be remiss if he's available on the waiver yeah. wire and we don't mention him in a 16-team league, I mean, after week one, he was picked up. Um, I think he was picked up after, oh, I picked him up in <laughs> one of my leagues. And I think, I, I don't remember if I did it after the first week or the second week. I think I did it after the second week. Yeah, I think um, in, our, in our redraft, which is a 12-man, I think Nick got him week after the week one performance. Um, and yeah, I and I think in, bench, my, but, in my eight. Eight ten team, eight or ten teamer. Mm-hmm. I picked him up at after week two. I mean, y- you wouldn't believe what's on the waiver wire. So mm-hmm. you know you, th- and that's why I said you know some of these guys, depending upon the the format, maybe maybe Puka's available. Yeah, um, and I think I, even when Cooper Cup comes back, oh, he's going to be huge. Yeah, I think I think those two out there are they're yeah. so similar. 
Yeah, they 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 really are. I mean, you look at Nakua. You know, the the, the I mean, week one, week two, and then even a couple times this week, he's just wide open half the time. Yeah, you know, he knows how to. You know, he, he's the same guy. He understands where what the defense is doing, where the pocket is. You know, where he can get open, where he could sit in the zone, and then he's also you know fast, got good hands. You know, can make contested catches. So I think right. when Cooper Cup shows up i think stafford's gonna throw the ball 50 times a game and it's gonna be 25 targets for cooper cup and 25 targets for nakua it, it very you know, well could so. be yeah it very well could be um and then the last two are kind of a pair not, mm-hmm. well not a pair in that you yeah. would choose both of them yeah but you would probably choose one or the other and it deals with mike williams uh being out for the season mm-hmm. either josh palmer or quentin johnson mm-hmm. johnston um I I am tending toward Josh Palmer, mm-hmm. even though in the past, I mean Josh Palmer in the past has been, he's had highs and lows. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know he's he's played some decent games mm-hmm. and scored a lot of points, and then he'll come back and he'll lay an egg. Yep. Um, and Quentin Johnston has not been a big time target there yet. Mm-hmm. That well, could change. I mean, Keenan Allen had 20 targets. I, so. I, I get that. <laughs> and then Dustin Eckler probably gets eight, nine a game, right. too. So. And, and yeah. but, but you've got Williams 10 or 12 mm-hmm. yeah. to dole out. Yeah, it's, it's got to go somewhere with as much as they throw the ball. Even when Eckler's healthy, they still throw the ball so many times. Right. Um, like I said, Oz is leaning Palmer, Eileen Johnston. I actually drafted him in our league, but then same thing. Not, not super involved. I mean, he's got the profile to be, you know, a, a very good receiver. He's tall, fast. I think, like I said, I think he fills that Mike Williams role a little better than Palmer does. You know, if that's what they're looking for, is somebody to right. just basically replace Williams. Um, so, but I think he's, I think Palmer's good if you need help now, you know, and then even to like, I'll throw like DFS like Palmer. Oh, yeah. If yeah. you want a deep dart throw for cheap so you can spend more money elsewhere, I think Johnston would be a good play as well. Um, you know, so yeah, it just kind of depends on, you know, where you might, you know, find yourself leaning to. I think Johnston's a longer season play. Um, pick up and stash for a week or two, just kind of see what happens. You know, if he comes out and in two weeks still only has you know, over those two weeks only has like eight targets, then you're like, oh, well, maybe this isn't it. But if he comes out and it it slowly ramps up, like I said, I think he's more of a longer season kind of play, in my opinion. And and, and that's one of the things also is, you know, if you look at targets that players are receiving, that usually is a good indicator of potential um, performance moving forward. I mean, like the two guys that got, I mean, the two guys that got 20 targets mm-hmm. each, you know that they're going to be no. huge either way. But but Puka Nakua had uh, 15 the first week or something, yep. and another 10 or 12 the set. Well, yeah, because he, he had like 18, I think, week two. Yeah, then, I mean, yeah. it's it's those ridiculous numbers. You can start saying, you know, if you if you take a look at how players have done over the past few weeks, you'll be able to tell, well, this guy's getting a lot of looks. Mm-hmm those are going to turn into to catches or they yep. could turn into catches. Yeah, which, you know, targets, you know, if you listen to other podcasts and stuff, you know, where I've picked it up, it's an earned statistic a target is. You have to, obviously, you have to be able to run a route, make a move, you know, or like we said with Nakua and Cooper Cup, finding a zone. It, that's an earned target or an earned stat. It's not, you know, I mean, granted you have design plays where, and there's quarterbacks up there that no matter what, will just throw it to a right. certain guy. You know, it doesn't matter the coverage or how many guys, you know, triple Aaron Rodgers to Devonte Adams. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so I mean, that's, yeah, like I said, so targets are a good indicator of how involved and even the trust that that person has, you know, obviously, Matt Stafford trusts Puka Nakua. Right. <laughs> you know, and same with Tutu Atwell. I mean, he's getting a decent yeah, amount yeah. of targets too. So, yep. you know, I mean, so stuff like that, that's a good thing. Um, you know, and that was something that Nick had said when he was on too about the targets turning into receptions. If right. a guy's getting eight targets a week, but for two weeks it's only translating to three catches for 20 yards, you know, 
it could change. You know, it could change, but it could also that could just be the kind of player they are. So right, right, and it also depends on were those drops, mm-hmm. were they balls that were not catchable, yeah. were they passes defensed. Mm-hmm. You know, it all of that comes into play in determining, uh, which is why the higher number mm-hmm. generally means they're trusted. Yes, like like Austin said. Yep. So going to our sell high segment, we already talked a little bit about Raheem Mostert. Um, if I were a Raheem Mostert owner right now, I would try and get as much as I could for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could I could easily. the The funny thing is, I could see getting, for argument's sake, let's say that I had Raheem Mostert. I could expect that I would get um, a guy like Josh Jacobs, or I'm trying to think of who else was out there that. Uh, uh, well, it, we've got a few of them, mm-hmm. uh, a Jameer Gibbs, a Damian Pierce, and mm-hmm. another high-quality player, Yeah, as in either a tight end or a wide receiver, mm-hmm. that people are going to go, yeah, I mean, it's Raheem Mostert. That, that dude just scored 40-some yeah. points. Yep. Well, great. He scored 40-some points. It, it all depends on if he plays the whole season. It depends on how much is poached by Devonna Shane. It, you know, and and the other guys coming back. There's there's just so much going on there that I would get rid of him. Mm-hmm. That's me. Um, everyone yeah. doesn't necessarily agree with who to get rid of at mm-hmm. certain times. Um, our second one was Devonte Adams. I mean, we said both agreed last week to flip him, mm-hmm. and right now. He's huge. People are going to give a lot for him. They'll give a top running back for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, would I give CMC for him? No way. Yeah, you'd have to do Devonte and a piece, but right. That's but yeah. <laughs> but if I were trying to get a CMC, mm-hmm. I would definitely give up Devonte and a piece yep. for a CMC, or you know some of those other guys that are available. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have our buy low. And our buy low is really guys that have not performed the way that you would expect them to. Um, and I, I guess I could throw Joey Burrow in here, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't. I'm struggling with that because I have Burrow as well <laughs> in my main, in the redraft league. But yeah, it's tough. I mean, you look at, you know, but T, are you willing, Higgins, are you Chase, willy, willing to sell? Right. And Jamar, uh, yeah. T Higgins and Jamar Chase are two guys that we've got on our list. Are you willing to sell any of those guys if you had them? Uh, I wouldn't. No, I, I mean, would, that's the tough part, too. You know, we say buy low. I mean, is it possible for sure? I mean, you got people, you know, like I said, same with like, like we were talking about the Cam Akers, you got owners that are, you know, you know, winless or one and two at this point, you know, that might feel they need to shake the roster up because they're not scoring that many points because these guys are right underperforming. That's the owner of these guys you want to target, you know, not somebody who's two and one or obviously three and oh, you know, you, you know, they're not going to give these guys up because their team is doing well. They can afford to wait for, what T Higgins and especially Jamar Chase can be now. You know. Now, if I were like in my league, I would love to have either T Higgins or Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. I would probably and and people are probably going to say, "Well, that's not good value." But it's a sixteen team two running back league. You got to remember that. Mm-hmm. So you know, I've talked about Acres or Gainwell because Gainwell had that for big first week. Mm-hmm. Now is uh, DeAndre Swift, you know, pushing him out. Very possibly, mm-hmm. but I mean, he still had a decent stat line. Yeah, um, I would do one of them and a locket, or or even um, um, who was I saying? Um, Adam Thielen. Oh yeah, yeah. For T Higgins or Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. mainly because you see the points that these guys are putting up now. You're giving away a running back who may or may not be starting, but it's close. And you're giving up someone who's not scoring much. Yeah. So I always try and look at these guys that are p- performing poorly 
two, three, four weeks in, uh, which is why I tried to trade for Josh Jacobs last year. <laughs> um, and and Josh Jacobs is on our list. Mm-hmm. His point total is horrible. Yeah, um, he has not been involved. Will that change? I can't see how it won't change. Yeah. So if you have that possibility, you go out there and you say, okay, what can I throw together to make it look like I'm giving them, and, and as long as you give them more points scored in the year, usually, you know, I'll give them two guys that are scoring better than a Josh Jacobs or a Damian Pierce or a Jameer Gibbs or either Higgins or, or Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you two guys that are scoring more than that person to take that guy off your hands. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that's, you have to make it sound like you're taking the chance. Yep. You know, I, I, we don't know if this guy's going to come back. Yeah. We don't know what, you know, Joey Burrow could be injured the whole season. That's my argument. Yep. If Joey Bur- Burrow is injured the whole season, well, Higgins and Chase aren't going to do much. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys have proven track records. Yep. All, all of these guys outside of, of Jameer Gibbs has a proven track record. Yeah. The one that I've looked at but scares me is Damian Pierce just because Stroud has actually looked pretty good so far. I mean, he looks yeah. comfortable. I mean, they're playing in catch-up mode because it is, well, not this week because they took it to Jacksonville. Um, Which but, surprised me. Yeah, yeah, I think that surprised it was everybody. A week, it was a week of surprises well, in fantasy Houston, football. Or Houston's in football. been... Jacksonville's kryptonite for yeah. you know a couple seasons now but you know Pierce the thing with in most matchups Houston's going to be behind so that's why your Tank Dell has been kind of one of the hottest waiver wire he, he, ads he could you he know. could even be on there right yeah one of your hottest ones um who else uh why can't I think of their other receiver that's been pretty good as well um Shoot, I can't think of it. But they had another guy that's gotten a, you know quite a few targets. Okay. Uh, but you know something like that, they're gonna be playing from behind. Like, I mean, uh, Stroud put up didn't he put up like four hundred yards two three, weeks ago or oh, three maybe. something yeah, like that? Yeah. I mean, it it was a lot of yardage, but it was super quiet because they were behind and they lost anyways. But you know, so Pierce, like I said, that he just kind of scares me because he doesn't see a whole lot of passing passing work. But you know, I mean, still, you know, he's a decent chance for a touchdown if they get into the red zone well, and because he's depending, that kind of back. Right, and depending upon your format, he yeah. may be better than one or both of your running backs. Mm-hmm. That's um, true, especially with all the injuries out there. You know, there's a lot of teams hurting because right. of that. So, right. I mean, I mean, that's what it know. really comes down to is you have to look at some of these guys and you have to say, are they better or, or do they hold more port, more potential on the season than the guys that I currently have. Yep. And if that's the case, then you try and throw together an offer that doesn't hurt you. I am always one to trade two for one. Mm-hmm. I always try and trade two for one because I am I can easily replace with whomever on the lower end mm-hmm. and bring up one of my other guys, but you're getting a guy who for all intents and purposes, will score more on a weekly basis than the guy who he's replacing. And then you're throwing someone else in to give them the feeling that they're coming out ahead. Yep. So just just what I do. Yep. I mean, the trade that went on last year with Cup for CMC, that was offered to me, and I just I couldn't pass that one up. Yeah. Um, turned out great for me. Well, yeah, at the I, time, that's... You, know, you at were looking the time at one and one was about the fairest trade you probably yeah. could have gotten. Yeah. yeah, you were looking at the top running back for the top wide mm-hmm. receiver. I needed running backs. I had wide receivers that were okay mm-hmm. after Cup, and mm-hmm. they needed a wide receiver and could deal yeah. CMC. So it, you know, you can't you can't just say, well, I can trade with anybody. No, you you still have to come up. You know, I I generally look at someone's roster and say, you know, I'll I'll look at the owner of T Higgins roster and I'll say, "Well, the running backs are bad." Mm-hmm. I'm looking for someone because I drafted four running backs in the first 6 rounds or whatever. Yep. I'm looking for someone who needs a running back like a Cam Akers who could turn into a starter. Mm-hmm. Now, 
I can trade him probably for more right now, depending upon what he does. Mm -hmm. If he if they move him into the starting role and he blows up, it, the sky's the limit for what I can get for him. Yep. So, but but you also you take the chance that he may not turn into anything. Madison may turn it around. M might be something like Josh Jacobs or whoever else, yep. where they're just starting out slowly and they they end up playing well. Mm -hmm. So you just have to think about you know can I afford to lose him? Well, I've got CMC and Ramondre Stevenson as my normal two yeah. starters. So unless one of those two gets injured, I've got Gainwell and and uh, Acres. I could if I could trade Acres for a guy like Higgins or Jamar Chase, I'd do it in a minute. Oh yeah. Now I have to sweeten the pot a little bit, and I probably have to give, like I said, Tyler Lockett. Mm -hmm. But I've got Jalen Waddle. That makes that gives me a great yeah. nucleus right there. Oh yeah. So uh, you just got to look. You know, you got to find people. You got to find what they need. You play from your strength or your depth into someone's uh, weaknesses, and get a get a player who potentially is just not off to a good start because of injuries or whatever. Mm -hmm. So before we wrap up, I just remembered who I was trying to think of on the uh, Texans. It's Nico Collins. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He had a big, into my he, mind. He had, he was, he was like seventh or eighth, I think yeah. in, in uh, studs this week, mm -hmm. um, big week. Yes. Yeah. So, yep. um, so that's all we've got for this week. Mm -hmm. um, we will, be back probably we're probably gonna have to do a thursday yep uh someone has a wedding that they need to attend to in duluth, duluth minnesota so yep. he will you know austin will be gone starting friday evening so we'll probably record thursday yep. so we won't have a wrap-up of the uh packer uh detroit game which is unfortunate yeah. means we don't get p's pick and oh, yeah. we don't get you know p obviously choosing the Packers, right? Oh, of course. She yeah. has to. I mean, have you... I, I think she would because we taught her go pack go. Okay. So, do, you know, do, she's got do, 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 do. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> so I am Ozzy. And I'm Austin. Have a great week. Bye.